Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. Before we start, I would like to draw your attention to what I can offer you as a master coach. I can help you to focus on your why with clarity, uniting your passion with your purpose with a plan to create the life you truly desire. Book a free 20 minute coaching call right now via calendly.com forward slash Amy Rowlandson forward slash call and we can take it from there. Today on Focus on Why, I am joined by the lovely Ashley Leeds. Ashley, welcome. Oh, thank you very much indeed. And, and, and you're equally lovely as well. So thank you for that. <laughs> it's a mutual appreciation society. Absolutely. So where are you joining me from today? I'm in my shed. Um, so uh, we, when, when we moved house, we downsized and I commandeered the spare room. And then a few months after that, my eldest daughter and her husband told us that they were going to be parents. So I quickly thought, oh, I need a shed in the garden to do work in. So uh, it, it's, a, it's a little man cave. I love it. Um, and this is where my business is. So, yeah, that's where I'm coming from today, down in sunny Devon. It looks a very nice shed. It looks as though it's well insulated and you've got books, you've got guitars, you've got all sorts of things. So it must not get wet or cold down there. I call I call it a shed. It's um. It, I, th- I think some people would call it an executive office or or whatever. But yeah, I call it a shed. So uh, yeah, no. But it, it suits. It's all good. It looks fantastic. So for those who can't see, it looks really nicely kitted out, and you do have some guitars hanging on the wall behind you. Tell us more, Ashley. Oh, that's only my life, Amy. Um, I've I've always always sung, uh, always you know, it's in the church choir, the school choir, and all those sorts of things. And then recently, I've been in bands and what have you. And um, I always watch these guitarists and think, oh, I wish I could do that. So one day, I thought, right, I will. And I bought I bought the the red one there, and started trying to learn. Anyway, during lockdown, um, I started because you couldn't go for a walk during lockdown, could you? So at lunchtime, I started doing a gig. And uh, for 100 lunchtimes consecutive, I did a 30-minute lunchtime gig and played a load of songs. So my guitar playing has gone from uh, zero, not quite to hero, but uh, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a big part of me. So uh, I did my first solo gig on Sunday. So, and that's, that's a result of just practicing every single day. And isn't that just a fantastic message? And I remember people saying, oh, the Beatles were an overnight success, but they had done that hard graft. They'd been to all those little gigs all that time beforehand. There's no such thing. So, you know, you heard it here first. Ashley Leeds is on his way in the music industry. (laughs) So, yeah, the 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 thing was I had to get a couple of friends to come along as well because I wasn't sure I could do two whole hours on my own. Fair enough. But uh, what what I did do was absolutely great fun. And because I've been doing it online and, and on my Facebook channel for the last, well, I've been doing it ever since lockdown i'm still doing it um so i think yesterday was gig number 287 um so so nearly nearly as um it was going as well as your podcasts and and so when you're out and there's real people that really clapping and really singing along then it was a super buzz so yeah so yeah guitars are, are a big part of my life absolutely and you mentioned you had a couple of friends to support you 
over your shoulder, your left shoulder, I can see some photos of some furry friends on the wall. Tell us oh, about that, Ashley. Yeah, they're, they're my guide dogs. Um, or or we're, we're, we're puppy trainers. So so what we do is we, we have a little six-week-old Labrador puppy. Um, he comes and lives with us uh, for the best part of 18 months. And during that 18 months, we get them ready for training with guide dogs. So we don't do any training. We, we, we do, well, we do some sort of training, but we socialize them. We take them into shops. We take them into supermarkets. We take them to cafes and pubs. It's a really hard job. Um, and, and it's just, just getting them ready. So um, a bit like yourself, you, 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 get, you get your kids ready for university. Um, so so we, we give them the skills to, to for, for life, basically, and, and then they go and do that. So, uh, yeah, it's an amazing. It's an amazing thing. Um, in fact, tomorrow, um, guide dogs are coming down to do some filming with us because we're going to feature in a documentary that they're making. Um, they're making a documentary about how um, COVID has affected the whole charity. Um, and sadly, our current um, pup, Merlin, um, he's been withdrawn. So he's he's going to be a pet for somebody rather than a guide dog or a buddy dog. So, uh, uh, which, which is really sad, but, you know, it's very difficult for dogs during COVID. It's not, not just us that suffered. It's, it's, it's all our furry friends as well. Yeah, they really did. My mum also got a puppy during lockdown and lots of issues with socialization, beautiful puppy and lovely dog, but you can just tell that there would have been some things that wouldn't have happened had she been able to get out and about. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, um, so yeah, so that's, it's, it's it's a lovely thing to do, and it, it's it's an honour to be part of the the program, and uh, yeah, we we thoroughly enjoy that. So yeah, that's that's why I do what I do. Wow, we finished the podcast. That's it. We now know why you yeah, do what you it's do, easy, isn't it? <laughs> Tell me, Ashley, what is it you're doing at the moment, other than looking after fantastic puppies and doing all your wonderful gigs? Yeah, so I've I've been in. I've started life as a chef. And um, when we, we got to the time of our lives, we wanted children. Um, we wanted Debs to be a stay-at-home mum. And so at whatever age I was, you're sort of like, well, what can I do now? You know, we had a, we had a big mortgage. It was in, it was in the, the early 90s. And I went into sales. And I've just spent the last 30 odd years selling stuff. And it, 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 it's been absolutely everything. And, and I've had uh, 30 different jobs uh, over, over the last 30 odd years. So um, what, what I started doing recently is working with accountants, um, sold them software, helped them with their business and what have you. And more recently, I've been helping accountants to grow their practice and uh, working for a small company. And I've literally just set up my own business. So six months ago, um, I set up full cup coaching. And uh, so my intention is to work with accountants again and uh, start helping accountants to be where they want to be. So it's not it's not all about the, the pounds, shillings and pence. It's, it's, it's more about the mindset. It's more about helping them to see other things. And with all my experiences that I've had and all of my stories, I can help people to overcome anything and just go for it. It's a bold claim. Overcome everything. Well, not everything, but look, we can. It's all in the mind. You know, you've 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 been on a, a on the same neuroscience course with, with me and, and and Linda Shaw, and um, it, it is. It's just understanding what you can do. And I, I started off telling you about my guitars. If I'd have waited until I was good enough to start playing live on guitars, I still wouldn't be playing live on uh, on Facebook. Um, but like I just said, I've done two hundred eighty seven gigs. Um, I'm running a I'm running a, a live show on um, Friday 
to help somebody to understand how to do a live show um, on, on, on video. And that is only because I've got loads of experience doing that. So, yeah, you can overcome anything. You've, you've just got to go for it. I love that. And Full Cup. Tell me more about Full Cup. Well, so it's back to the guitar again. It's all about music with me, isn't it? So I wrote a song ages ago, and it's quite a bouncy song. And um, the, the, the chorus uh, goes something like, you get out what you put in. Never going to lose, never going to win. As long as you're happy, you're always going to grin. You get out what you put in. And um, I look at life um, as, as, a, as a, you know, a glass half full. Um, but that's quite a long title. So I called the song Full Cup. And, and when I'm thinking about a name for, for my business, you know, Ashley Leeds Coaching doesn't really cut it. And I was thinking, well, how do I see things? How, do pe- how should people see things? You know, and I want, I want people to be full cup people. I want them to see a glass half full. And so it came up with full cup. And then I've already got a jingle. So it had to be full cup. And my strap line is you get out what you put in. And, and that, that really is what, what you know, you, you make your life, don't you? Yeah. Are we going to get to hear the song? Can we hear it here? Um, really? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, go on. Well, we could do if you wanted to. Um, I'd love to. Go on. It's a whole part of the show, isn't it? Right. Well, this is a first for your podcast, isn't it? I think it is. I've had some people sing but not play. Right. Okay. You did ask. You did ask for this. This, this is totally unprepared as well. Yeah, you can tune it and we can edit it out. I, I think I think it'll all work because then that's, that that makes it better, doesn't it? I'm only going to do the chorus. I'm not going to do the whole song. But there is a line where I sing. I get up every morning and I bounce around the bed. That is true. I do. Well, I would if I didn't want to wake anybody up. You get out what you put in. Never gonna lose, never gonna win. As long as you're happy, you're always gonna grin. You get out what you put in. There you go. How's, how's that? That's great. Thank you. It's <laughs> a good job I'm not shy, isn't it? Do you know what? I just figured, what's the point of you talking about the whole purpose of your business, about how it's centred around a song if we didn't get to hear it? No, fair enough. Fair enough. I'll, I'll give you a link for the, for the proper version and then, uh, and then you can uh, listen to that in its full version. And I see your hashtag when you put it in. It always makes me laugh because when you see hashtags. It's, 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 my, it's my Russian, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you get that last bit and it says Putin and I'm like, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so even capitalizing, it still looks like a Russian president. Yeah, you can't avoid that. No worries. So, Ashley, where are you taking this? You mentioned it's all in the mind that the neuroscience course that we did opened up to the awareness to what the possibilities are and what the capabilities are. So what is on the agenda for what you're going to achieve here? So I've, I'm just, I've literally just come out of an entity compete. Um, so I haven't been able to do what I was planning to do uh, for the last six months. Okay. And when I first found that out, I'm not naive. I'm not naive. And I, 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 you know, I know that I couldn't approach existing customers and, and, and things like that. And there were certain things I couldn't do. But there were certain things that it became, it became harder. And, and rather than try and fight it or try and work my way around it or, or go down the legal route or anything like that, I just thought, well, 
let's pivot. And I know nobody likes that word, but let's do something different. And so for the last six months, I've been having a ball. I, I've had I've had no restrictions. I don't have I, I, I want to work with accountants and I want to help them get to where they want to be. That that's that's what I want to do. But for the last six months, I've had to reinvent myself. And so I've become a LinkedIn expert. And I've been asked to go on different um, uh, programs, webinars, stuff like that to help people with their LinkedIn um, because I've just gone off on a tangent. And so for the last six months, I really know my way around LinkedIn. I've set up a daily habit uh, workshop, um, which, which you've, you've been on, um, and, and getting people to love this incredible platform. And while doing that, I've made loads of amazing friends and, and I've grown my network, but I've grown my confidence. Uh, I now do a live show every Tuesday lunchtime where I, I go on LinkedIn and just talk to people and have guests on. And, and all of that I wouldn't have done if I'd have come straight out of my old job and done exactly what I was doing. And so that's opened up so many other doors for me. So I'm not sure where the next six months is going to take me, but I know it's going to be fun. And I know that it's not going to be difficult because nothing that I've done during this last six months has been difficult. Some of it might have been a bit daunting and I might have had a few great days, but I've surrounded myself with some amazing people that are at the end of a phone, at the end of the Zoom, at the end of a text. And I can just, you know, pop in, have a chat with them and everything's fine again. Because even a coach needs a coach. Yeah, absolutely. Reinventing myself or reinventing yourself, becoming the LinkedIn expert and having those daily habits. Were you a creature of habit before? Oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, and this is this is what um, got me at lockdown. It's because every morning I get up and I go for a nice long walk, take the dog out. Uh, it's training, so I have to go. Um, and then uh, we did we actually didn't have a dog at the beginning of lockdown, which was even harder. So I had to abide by the law, by the by the rules. Um, I normally go at lunchtime as well and have a have a walk at lunchtime. And then uh, in the afternoon, when I finished, I'd, I'd shut my laptop down and I I go out and, and have another walk. I don't want to be one of these people that sit at the desk all day. I don't want to be one of these people that that, that doesn't ever chill. And and so it's great therapy for me. Um, I get I get to walk with all these amazing people because I listen to all these amazing podcasts. So it, it, it it's 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 wonderful. So it's a learning thing as well. I live by the coast, so it's, it's beautiful. Um, but yeah, lockdown came. I had to invent some new habits, and and so you know one of those habits was was my music, and and because I was doing a gig every single day, I had to learn new songs. So so my repertoire repertoire has grown, but I created new habits. So I now do yoga every morning, and 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 things like that. So habits are, are, are very important because that's that's how we work um what i'm trying to do is make sure they're all good habits and not bad habits yeah i love that and you mentioned that you downsized that you exited a different world to where you are now down by the coast what were the challenges that you faced there oh there wasn't any challenges at all it, it's you get you get to a time in your life and you sort of like think oh, i've got this whacking great big job with a whacking great big mortgage and a whacking great big house with whacking loads of pressure you sort of think what am I doing why why do we need all of this and my my my, my eldest daughter went, went to uni you know donkey's years ago married and, and she lives away so she's never coming back and the young the youngest one is is, is on her is, is, is literally um a few months away from going and um we thought well we don't need such a big house 
And as soon as we realised all of that, I didn't have to work for the man anymore. I didn't have to do that job that I hated. Um, and then I didn't have to worry about the, you know, the, the, the cost of the mortgage and stuff like that. And it just, it just totally changed my attitude to, to, to everything that I do. And, and, and work is no longer important. It, it, it's, it's no longer the be all and end all. It's important, obviously, because I've still got bills to pay. Um, there's no charities out there that are going to pay my cancer tax, my gas and electric, et cetera. But I don't have to be paying a huge mortgage. And, and it, was, it was that realisation you know, making the mortgage a lot more affordable that meant that we could, you know, downsize and, and, and make do without. And, and what we made do without was an extra spare bedroom. What we made do without was a bigger garden, um, a bigger garage and things like that, which at the end of the day, we've got it all here, but now we're only 10 minute walk from the seafront. And that is, that is worth everything. So no, there, there was, there was no challenges. I think when we when we first moved in, you know how your mind plays tricks on you. And, and my wife had got it in her head that the upstairs of this house we've just moved into was like a third of the size of what we used to have. And, and the bedrooms were all teeny tiny. And so we were, we were downstairs sorting out the kitchen because it's got a lovely kitchen and we were sorting that all out. And I said, you're not being upstairs yet. She said, I'm, I'm worried because when I go up there, it'd be small. So anyway, she eventually plucked up the courage to go upstairs. And, oh, it's fine. It's huge. So it's just how, how your, your mind plays tricks on you. So, so no, no challenges at all to, to moving nearer the coast and, and getting rid of the bulk of our mortgage. I love that. And I love that you downsize and you challenge yourself asking, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? I mean, this is essentially what we're talking about here, the purpose. And you question that and realize it doesn't have to be like that. Is that the first time you actually questioned why you were doing what you were doing? Definitely not. No, um, I was working for a bank. Um, I, I, I went through a period of um, my, my career where I had had a couple of really good jobs and then I made a couple of bad decisions and went to work for the wrong people. And, and then I ended up going back to somewhere else and that never worked. And so my CV looked a bit scraggly. So I ended up going to work for a bank and it just wasn't the job. It wasn't me. Uh, I was having to commute. I was going in on the bus. It just, it just didn't give me the freedom that I, that I, that I, that I need in my life. And uh, so an opportunity arose uh, for us to go and run a business with some friends. And uh, so we, we, we dropped everything, moved away, and uh, it didn't work out. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, so you do question things in your life. And I think, but, but now the girls are older and they're independent, it doesn't matter what we do. We can take those risks and, and be frivolous or, or daft or crazy or whatever you want to call it. Um, but, you know, I... I heard a great podcast with Mo Gaudet, um, with Elizabeth Day, and um, he talks about looking down rather than looking up. I think so many people, we look up to the, you know, the people with the big jobs and the big money and the big houses, the big cars, the trophy wife and all that sort of malarkey. And if you start looking down to see what people haven't got, it just puts you in a much better position and makes you feel grateful for everything that you've got. I love that perspective. And, and you're right. You know, you're told to look up, you're told to look up. And in fact, I recently recorded a podcast all about looking up and having that perspective. And that was all about faith. And so people have different perspectives, different viewpoints. And that's what we're talking about here is that we are all unique. We all have these different ideas of what is right for us and what is right for us now in the moment. So what's right for you now, Ashley? 
what's right for me right now is the ability to just do what I want when I want, um, if I want. Um, the, the sun's shining. Um, I'm going to probably go down the beach this afternoon with the paddleboard. Probably won't get many more chances this year. Um, so so that, that's what I'm going to do. And that's how I've run my business. My, my diary is open for anybody to book a call with me every single morning, but it's shut all afternoons. Um, if I want to do something in the afternoon, I jolly well can. But if I don't, don't have to, um, then I don't, have, don't, don't need to. It's like, like tomorrow, um, the guide dogs are going to come and spend the whole day filming with us. It was dead easy to carve the time out of my calendar. Um, so I'm not, I'm not tied to the calendar. I'm not tied to doing stuff when I have to do it. The only thing I'm tied to doing is my lunchtime LinkedIn show at a, you know, on, on, a, on a Tuesday lunchtime. But that's it. And then you know, who says that I have to do that? So, and, and that's, that's the beauty. So you had challenged your purpose before, but you didn't feel that you were able to make those transitions. The girls weren't old enough or independent enough at the time. You don't have regrets, though. No, 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 no. Life's too short for regrets. No, not at all. No, um, you, you say regrets regarding move downsizing or regrets for not doing it sooner? Either, yeah. I think because, because we didn't do it sooner, we were able to do it. Um, and the fact that um, we, we've, we're, we're not struggling at the moment, so it didn't matter what I did in my business. Um, and so, so this, this anti-compete hasn't affected me. Um, but by, by doing that, it's given me the, the space to do other things. So that's been great. Um, if we'd have done it sooner, we may have missed out on other things. But I was doing jobs that I enjoyed back then. And it's only, it's only when you're doing something that you don't enjoy, you sort of like think, why am I doing this? And I speak to so many people that hate their jobs and, and they don't step away from it. And then I speak to people who've just been made redundant and they, they, the, the world has ended. And I, I, I turn around to them because I've been made redundant three times. And I turn around to them and say, look, redundancy is the best thing that can ever happen because you weren't ever happy anyway. And it's, it's the kick up your bottom that you really need to, 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 to get on and do something. So, you know, I think, no, I don't have any regrets. Maybe I should have done it sooner, but it was right when we did it. And, and you know, we're in a we're in a better position, so I'm I'm not stressed. And like I said, I have had a ball the last six months. Yeah, and talking about that, you said in in that six months you've had doors that have opened and been opened for you, and that you don't know where you're going to go for the next six months, but you have grown in confidence. Your network has grown. What does growth mean for you, Ashley? I think growth for me is all in in my head. It's it's. Um, I've learned so much more. Um, I've put myself out there. I've been open to suggestions, ideas, and, and things like that. I'm, I'm working with lots of different um, mentors and, and coaches that, that are stretching me, pushing me, and, and, and making sure that, that what I do is the best that I can do it. Um, rather than, where, and it, this is the weird thing, when you set your own business up, you really don't know what you're doing. And you, you, you know, you, you, you fake it until you make it. And I've worked with lots and lots of business owners over the years and seen the, the things that they've done and think, wow, that's brilliant. Or I wouldn't do that if I had that business and stuff like that. But when it's your own business, you start thinking, hang on a minute, I don't have to answer. I think, I think the first week, I'm like, right, who do I ask about this? Oh, no, it's me, you silly fool. And, and it's, it's, you start thinking, right, okay, and I can do this and I can do that. And you just try absolutely everything. And that, I think that's the beauty of, of running your own business is, is just 
having the freedom and um and at the end of the day if it fails it fails but at least i had a go and you've mentioned that you've got the support of the people around you you've got fabulous people surrounding yourself and you've got mentors you've got coaches who's been pivotal or what has been really influential in your last six months particularly well, so I, I will I will go back a little bit further for, for, because because when we started lockdown, there's a chap called Vic Williams, and he messaged a group of us and said, "Look, I've got this idea uh, because lockdown's going to be tough." And he set up something called the Empowerment Group. And um, very early on, um, I, I became heavily involved with it as well. And so there was there was three of us: it was myself, um, Ra- Rachel, and, and Vic um, were, were involved in, in, in making it work. Um, Vic was the driving force. He was the guy that came in every morning and gave us a little bit of a motivational speech. I was the fun guy, so I was responsible for Friday. So I did all the silly things on a Friday. But basically, it was a load of local people, mainly business owners, joining up every morning during lockdown to to um, just just chat, to share the the trials and troubles, and and, and goodness knows what else. And you know, I st- I shared a a couple of emotional stories that I've been through to try and share with people that you know lockdown isn't that bad because we've all been through and that encouraged other people to come and, and share their story so pivotal was was vic um and the, and and all the members of that group because they all proved to me that we can do anything um so being part of that group gave me the confidence to actually just go out on my own because um, it was never my intention i was always quite happy you know doing work doing good work for people and then getting paid for it um, and then, then throughout that, um, my, my, my mentor is uh, a chap called Richard Carpenter. So I meet with him every single week and uh, he's just he's just so excited that I'm out of my anti-compete because all the plans and things that I've got going there. So, so he's, he's been a constant for me. Um, obviously, my wife has been a constant for me. So I've got to give a shout out to Debbie because she's just she just turned around and said, look, just go and do it. Um, it's, nothing's ever been an issue. You know, when, when, the, when the laptop died and we needed a load of money for a new computer, um, it wasn't get the cheapest one. It was like, if, if you need a MacBook Pro, then, then that's what you need. And, and it's all those sorts of things. And, and so and there's lots of different people that, that pop in and pop out and, and just help me on my journey. And I, and I think because of all the, all the things that we did with the Empowerment Group, thanks to Vic, lots of people that invested in in everybody doing well so you just ask and someone will come up or you you put something out on linkedin and and serendipity will find you indeed it does and it's a fascinating journey and a ripple effect that is caused by serendipitous moments for sure the confidence to go out alone the confidence to know that you can do anything what's changed for you to have that now and and what was the moment or was it a series of moments so the that that all goes back to um, June last year, so on Father's Day, um, and, and it's it's a really really long story. So I'll give you the very abridged version. But my dear friend Will Vine, um, he's half of my group, um, Vine and Dandy. Um, he's he he phoned me to say that his daughter was in hospital with cancer, and she's absolutely fine now. Um, so there's a spoiler there. Um, but all through lockdown. I was on the journey with Lily, his, his daughter and, and his family and, and, and what have you. And so come the beginning of this year, um, we, we, we put on a, an open mic, um, to raise, a virtual open mic um, to, to raise some money for, for Lily. Uh, we called it Lily's Live Lounge. 
And um, they got an awful lot of support from Young Lives versus Cancer, the, the, the cancer charity. Um, so they were staying in a hostel up, up near the hospital for all the chemo. And we've raised an incredible amount of money. And, and people were, you know, saying, you know, oh, how have you done this, Ash? That's amazing that you've done this. And, and, and what have you done? You know, that's crazy. And, you know, all the things that I did, it was, it was over 24 hours. And um, my initial plan was to raise two and a half grand because if you've got 24 hours, you get 24 musicians, you each do an hour and we'll try and get a hundred pounds for each hour. And that was the plan. Um, the charity, it cost the charity 33 pound a night to stay in this hostel. And so we figured maybe we could go for six months, which was 6,022 pounds. And so we did it over 24 hours. I needed, and I decided that we'd have 15 minute slots. So I needed to find 96 musicians to play over 24 hours and uh, we eventually got 77 we went for 24 hours um we ended uh, just before we started the the event and this was bearing in mind it was only three weeks after i'd suggested we do this um and we did it to coincide with a year of me doing open mics and the end of lily's um treatment so we then we, we, we got the 77 musicians involved we went for 24 hours and just before we started we got to nearly six grand and and Steph who, who works for young lives versus cancer phoned me. She said, Ash, you're pretty close to hitting your target. Um, I think you ought to increase it. And I said, well, I was having the same thought and she said, well, why don't you push it up to 10? And I said, no, let's go for 12 months, which is 12,044 pounds. So we, we went for that. And so when we finished on the Friday evening at four o'clock, we'd got to just over eight grand. And um, then BBC got involved. And so we were on the local BBC news and we were about 1800 quid away from our 12 grand target after the news. Sorry. After, after the news, we had a donation of 1800 quid right at the very end. And so that's, that's when we hit our 12 grand. And then, so since then, and with the, um, the 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 tax back and all of that that you get, we've actually gift raised aid. yeah gift aid. We've nearly raised sixteen grand. Amazing. And it was it was doing all of that that really made me believe in myself and the the power of of what I can do. I don't know what it is I do, but I can just do it. So I go out and do it. Yeah, and that's the message, isn't it? Just go out and do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just if, if I had a, I had a message from, so I've been doing this open mic for, for, for 12 months. So every Thursday night we, we, we jump on a zoom and we all play a song and we all catch up with each other. And then we go off on our way and, and throughout lockdown, nobody's been able to do any music. And, and so, so this, this, this charity thing, just, it just blew up. It was just incredible. I had people from all over the world getting involved, but one guy, one of the groups, um, turned around and said, 24 hours, that's ridiculous. No one's going to do that. Who's going to be involved? Why don't you do like three hours or maybe six hours, but 24 hours, you're, you're mad. Anyway, um, it was that email telling me that I couldn't do something that spurred me on to actually do it. And he sent me a lovely message after the event saying how incredible it was, how amazing you are. And, and he said to me, he said, you probably don't remember me saying this, but I've copied the email below. 
And I actually phoned him and I said, look, guy, that, that is the, the nicest thing that anyone's ever said. That's beautiful. And I, I really respect you for, you know, working the egg off your face and coming back and saying that. And uh, and the, 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 the moral to the story is it, if it wasn't for you, it may not have been the success that it was because you spurred me on to do it. And so, yeah, if someone tells me I can't do something, I'm jolly well going to prove them wrong or at least have a go. And you said at the beginning, Ashley, that you've been doing all these 287 gigs and you just done your first solo gig and you described yourself as not being the zero to hero. But this case here, this is 100 percent zero to hero in your fundraiser. It's not bad. You it's raised not bad. Yeah, it's incredible. More it's than. Incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It, it is. It is incredible. And, and I'm touched. But I, I think it's because I know so many lovely people. And, and they, they were all very generous, you know, people coming in and helping in, in, in all kinds of ways, um, including the, 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 the special people that um, messaged me and said, Ash, if you can't find anyone for the three o'clock slots, then, then we'll do it. And, and, and so I think it was between four and six o'clock in the morning. There was a hardcore group of people and we just played to each other. And that was the most special bit of the whole of the whole event. And, um, you know, we made some really strong bonds that night. Incredible. And your focus on why now? Carry on helping people. I, 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 I just I just love helping people. And um, now my anti-compete is gone. I can just do whatever I want to and, and, and fly. Amazing. So started life out as a chef or what's next? What's the next moment that you're going to be sharing? So the, the 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 next the next moment is going to be um, more of the same. I'm going to be. I, I want to do more presenting. Maybe you'll see me with the podcast. I know we've chatted about it. Um, I need I need some financial stability in my life, and I need and I need need a bit of time. Once I've got everything planned and working, and I'm not, I, I feel like I've been hustling for the last six months. And, and just trying lots of different things. And I think now I, I can have a period of stability and then um, things will, will find their way and I'll, I'll just fly. But I know that I'm going to continue having fun and enjoying what I do. And continuing to look down and up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fabulous, Ashley. How will people get in contact with you? Well, if I didn't say LinkedIn, I'd be doing myself a disservice. So yeah, definitely find me on LinkedIn. I'm, I'm known as the 15 minute guy. So uh, check out Ashley Leeds on LinkedIn. Fantastic. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. I know that you're a keen fan of Focus on Why and thank you for tuning in all the time. And it's lovely to hear your perspective here on the episode. Oh, no, thank you very much for having me. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So thank you. And I like the fact that one day you're going to be walking along that coast, listening to your own voice back at yourself. Yeah, that will be weird. <laughs> Do you have some final words for the audience for us today, Ashley? Absolutely. You, you, I, as, you, as you know from my song, you get out what you put in. And, and so, so just, just go for it. Just go for it. Thank you for listening to Focus on Why with me, Amy Rowlandson. To show your appreciation and to help other listeners understand what value you have received from tuning in today, please leave me an Apple Podcasts five-star review. Remember, the conversation doesn't end here. To keep it going, connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook or Twitter, or join the inspiring, uplifting and positive Focus on Why Facebook group. All the links are in the show notes. Have a purpose, have a plan, 
focus on why.